coming at you from the EBITDA Growth System Studios, looking out at the beautiful Rocky Mountains. My name is Dave Gapkiewicz, and I'm with Mike Watkins, and we want to welcome you to the Making Business Profitable podcast. This podcast is brought to you by EBITDA Growth Systems, where we guarantee to double the value of your company within three years or give you your money back. Good day, Dave. Good day, Michael. How you doing, buddy? Hey, man. How you doing? You know, I'm feeling a little older than normal. I uh, That snow we got, it's, uh, we got about two feet of snow. And uh, I thought I was out east again, you know, with that heavy snow. It was heavy snow. It was heavy snow, and, and, and uh, I'm not, you know, you may think I'm a triathlete, but I'm really not. Um, so my driveway, there's, there's, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of square footage on my driveway. And, uh, you know, I just, I'm, I'm a little sore. I'm a little sore. That's all. Did you do it in one sitting or did you break it out? I did it in an hour and a half. I just did it. Yeah. I made I made that mistake myself. I, I saw my neighbors getting out and, you know, doing some interim cleaning and I was yeah. like, I ain't doing that. I'm just going to go out and do it once. And that two feet of heavy snow took its toll on my back pretty quickly. And we had drifts, man. We had, yeah. I had to like shovel through two, three foot drifts. I'm like, what's going on here? In fact, my son, my son's a little older. He stopped, lit up a cigarette and leaned on a shovel in the middle of this. I'm like, what are you, on a construction crew down by Colorado Springs? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, it's the world's longest yeah. road project. Yeah. Uh, how about you? Did you get any snow, Justin? Yeah, we same. We were in that, you know, two feet up to three feet in spots. And uh, I, I was the same as you guys. I was like, I'm just going to wait it out. And we're going to hit it all in one shot. And uh, thankfully, my neighbor has a snowblower. Oh, uh, no. Nah. It, my, it, it helped, but I wouldn't say it was easy. You know, it's still work managing those damn snowblowers. Sure, and sure. Fighting it and uh-huh. getting it stuck in the snow and having to clean. I mean, it was. And it doesn't like that much snow. That heavy correct. snow gets clogged. Yeah, you have to you have to really manage the amount of snow that goes into it. But it, it helped a lot. My back wasn't sore, but my arms were really sore from fighting the mm-hmm. fighting the snowblower. My neighbor was sitting outside with a beer, just watching me laughing. <laughs> what does he have? A he has a big he has a big snowblower. Big gas snowblower, and he's like, oh, 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 oh. Every year I say, I'm going to get a snowblower. But then, you know, we get like three good snows a year. But when I'm in the midst of one of those good snows, I'm like, you like that snow? Like a thousand bucks? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that sounds about right. You know, I would go to uh, Home Depot right now if I could get out of my driveway. <laughs> so, uh, so Michael, what are, we, what are we talking about today? So today we're going to talk about working with sensitive people because uh, I think COVID... I think we had sensitivity in the workplace prior to COVID, but I think COVID has just really brought it all to a head. And uh, I think those of you in our listening audience can probably relate to the fact that, you know, people are just more sensitive these days. And, and uh, to, to everything. I mean, yeah. we have everything from COVID to working remotely to the race issues. Holy cow. It's just everything's on the table now. And, and it seems like seems like a lot of people are really sensitive. And And we have Justin Quinn joining us again today from uh, Focused on Machining. And and, uh, we just love Justin and we love his business and we love the uh, culture that he's created in his business. And uh, Justin is uh, alert to 
the need to be sensitive because Justin is a is a former Air Force uh, um, person and and you know in the military uh, sensitivity is more of an issue today than it was in the past but in the past sensitivity was not on the radar screen yeah, no correct. place no place and i think you know justin is probably a little bit old school that way so <laughs> uh, you know justin do you have an opinion about working with people who are you know who are sensitive in the workplace yeah it's uh it, it's interesting you know and as as we've been growing at the shop we've uh we've been hiring more women and and just other uh, we're growing across the board and so we're our dynamic at the shop is is changing um, it's not just the the five six of us that have been there for for a while. You know, we have a lot of new personalities, and and uh, yeah, it's become apparent to me that uh, I need to communicate with some individuals in different manners than than I have in the past, and, and just need to be mindful of how I I speak to them and how I try to get across important information. Well, how do you find out that someone is sensitive? Do they is it usually a sticker on their forehead, or how do you? How do you determine that someone's sensitive? Usually, from my experience, they will tell you after you've been insensitive to them. By uh, definition, right? Correct, yeah. So that, I mean, in, in a recent example, yeah, I had an employee who was was pretty upset and, and to the point in tears just about how I was communicating. And uh, we we had some good conversation around it. Um, you know, I, I quickly explained that it was... It, I apologize for being so short. Um, you know, I, I had so much on my plate that it was just get the information, get it quick, uh, which came off as, as cold and, and, and abrupt. Yeah, I think here's the deal. Like, uh, you know, a, a woman in the workplace might be more apt to let you know that she's yeah. sensitive. A fella, I'm, I'm, you know, we know guys are just as sensitive, if not more sensitive than, than females, but sometimes it's just not socially acceptable for for a guy to to react, but um, but the impact is the same. Yeah, I think you you bring up a great point, right? Like like a, a woman's probably going to tell you, right? And she might be emotional when she's telling you about that. Whereas as a man, I don't think you find out as quickly, mm-hmm. and, and you probably find out later down the road, and it's probably in, in an aggressive explosion where sure. they're yelling and screaming, and that's when you find out. Oh wow, I've been I've been communicating insensitively to yep. them, which has been building and building and building, and it finally just kind of blew the top. It really highlights the need for uh, ownership as well as leaders in the business to really push emotional intelligence. Oh, really? Because you got to pay attention to someone's face, their body language. I mean, Mike, you're great at this. When you look at somebody, you'll say, well, do you can tell they're feeling this way. I mean, it's something that you're, you're born with and you really developed over the years. And uh, oftentimes I'll go, huh. Because I'm pretty straight to the point too, and sometimes you, you inadvertently crush somebody because yeah, it's like yeah. I need this done. I don't care what it takes, and I need it done. And uh, you got five minutes to do a two-hour job, you know, and kind of like the military, but you can't handle that, handle things like that all the time. So you got to really, as you talk within your first sentence, you got to identify if you should be almost see a shock, right? Mm-hmm. And and the more you have emotional intelligence, the more you can teach emotional intelligence and prepare that person. And say, hey, if I'm in a hurry or something's coming around, we need to make sure that you know this is how I communicate on certain things, right? Yeah. So you know, so the question becomes, how do you how do you become sensitive to the sensitive person and still be effective? Like, how do you sure. how do you you know you try to accommodate their sensitivity on the one hand? On the other hand, you got to get things done. Right, and that's. 
that's kind of the, the conversation my office manager and I had. One, it, first it was me understanding what about my communication was coming across as insensitive and that's what she told me. I just am a very direct person and I, I don't disagree with her. I am very direct. I, I communicate with many people sometimes at the same time and, and so for me being direct is, is me just being clear and concise and getting across only the data. You know, as, as a communicator from the, from the ownership level, my worry is is that sometimes I, I want to get too lengthy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, let's say I'm talking about something very specific and I'm giving all these examples and we're telling stories. By the end of all that, they've forgotten what I was trying to get across in the first sure, place. Sure. So I kind of overact and, and be super direct to make sure here's the topic, yep. here's what I want to get across, yep. which comes across as direct and cold and sometimes like, you know, are you angry at me? Yeah. Almost forceful. Yes. But you, we don't yeah. mean to be that way. Correct. I mean, that's, right. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes, so the first one was just understanding how she was interpreting my communication. Sure, sure. Dave, are you listening, by the way? What do you because, mean? Because uh, you try to make me cry every day. Well, you cry so easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, actually, I was wondering why you kept the saxophone in the corner and every once in a while you just, you just shut the door and start playing sax. It's like goose fraba. <laughs> so so what next, right? I mean, you, you, you want to be sensitive. You want to be effective. What does the one-on-one dynamic look like, right, with that person? Yeah, so like, like David mentioned earlier, right, reading the social cues, mm-hmm. that was also one of the things that we identified we were not doing because she sits right outside my office. So we'll often communicate without seeing each other. She'll yell into the office and I'll yell back. And that, you know, at that point, it's like a text message. Sure. She doesn't understand what my face looks like. What I am I excited? Am I am I angry? So now you're a disadvantage. When, right. Now when we communicate, if she has a question, she gets up, she takes ten steps, she's in my office, vice versa. If I'm answering, I'll go to her. That way we can see each other. You know, I can see is she already upset? Is she flustered with, with what's going on? Um, you know, and I can curtail my communication to the social cues that I'm picking Justin, up. And that is huge. That is huge because we know in communication, you know, it happens twelve percent of the time. <laughs> Right. It's verbally, yeah. verbally, but just the body language. The body language is so important, right? Yep. It's, it's everything. It's it's what seventy percent of the communication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and, and I, I I won't say that it by doing that has caused me to change how I communicate a ton. But what it allows me to do is if I see her receiving my communication and she's getting like, you know, she's deer in the headlights kind of look. I can check in. Like, sure. Is everything okay? You know, do you understand? I, yeah. I'm not upset. I just. You know, I have another thing I need to get to. Sorry if I was short. And, yeah. and it allows you to have that further, that one more step of communication to, to clear up any mis, misconceptions about what was said or how it was said. Absolutely, and, absolutely. And there's a huge benefit to people that are sensitive too because if you have, especially if you have somebody that's in HR or somebody in management that can, that can sense what's going on with somebody else, they can tell if something's wrong with somebody. Um, when they're, when somebody has a problem, they're typically very good listeners. Um, so you have some real benefits. You have a lot of strengths with people that have um, emotional intelligence and a little sense of that's fine. But uh, just learning how to dance with that. But there's so many strengths that you can leverage to really kind of clue in and, and put the glue mm-hmm. in your company. Now you you got to be careful that it you got to be careful that it never turns negative, right? I, I, I agree with you, Dave, because I think you know Justin's office manager uh, could really represent the pulse of the workforce Absolutely. on some issues. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, you know you have to you have to have the wisdom to to determine whether her reaction is the reaction of the workforce yeah. or is she just being too sensitive. But and it's it's interesting you bring up that point because you know she is emotionally tied into the shop more oh, yeah. than I am. Yeah. Um, yeah, and she's only been there four or five months. Look at what she did for your look at what she did for your onboarding process. Yeah, yeah the and, onboarding and how people feel. And, and something we just did last week, which I never would have done if it was up to me. You know, she's like, you know what, we've been we've been extremely busy. We've we've brought in all these new people. She's like, I think we should do like a little like chili cookoff contest. And I was I was like. At first, I'm like, oh, you can't work to yeah, right. I'm like, oh. and then I told her, I said, you know what? That sounds like a great idea. I'd love it if you would take it and make it yours. So she created a flyer. She went and talked to everybody, and she gave people like kind of a couple weeks to prepare. Last Friday, we had our chili cook-off. We had six different chili submissions, and you know, we kind of spread them out on a big banquet table, and they were numbered, and we we each took samples and, and judged. We we voted, you know, in a ballot box, and. Uh, it was an unbelievable, just oh, team great. building, fun experience that we had. You know, we talked about uh, one of my guys is from Cuba. You know, one of my my other young ladies is from a Mexican background. So we we learned so much about each other just by talking through Chile. Oh, it, it was wow. It, it blew my mind. The, you know, had no expectation of the event, and it, it totally was a huge success. And something that I told her, I said, we need to find something summerish to do in the next few months. It's the, the same aspect. The ad that somebody, somebody with just because someone's sensitive, it's not a negative thing at all. It's basically no. their their awareness is higher than ours. Correct. I mean, so that's that's really what it is. It's their awareness of of tone, their awareness of how people are feeling, their awareness of need. She identified a need. And good thing you listened, because our initial yeah. our initial reaction was like, "Whoa, you know, we got so much to do. We don't have time for chili." Thank God you did. Yeah. And yeah. so, it takes all kinds. It takes all kinds. And uh, and really, when people look at sensitive people, it is it's a huge benefit. It, as weird as it sounds, we're a closer team today because we all shared that experience together. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It sounds. And like it has nothing to do with what we we do. You know, yeah, I mean, it has yeah. nothing to do. But we're a closer team today. You have to speak of. You know, you know my food and and my culture around this food mm-hmm. and your culture around this food. You learn so much about one another, yeah. which which really builds builds community. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, with the sensitive person, um, you you know you have to meet them halfway, but they have to meet you halfway too. I think. Right. Right. Uh, so hey, I'm going to I'm going to try to be in tune to things that make you sensitive and. But sometimes you know you, you're going to go overboard in the same way that I'll go overboard. So we we got to figure out how to meet meet halfway, right? Correct. Is yeah. that is that your your dialogue with her? Yeah, definitely. You know, um, you know, I, I and I was just honest with her. Said I will I will do my absolute best to to change what you're telling me. But it's one, it's definitely not going to happen overnight. Sure. Um, sure. And, and two, it might not ever happen in some instances. So you just need to know that you know. Part of that is just my communication style, and I don't mean anything by it. And I'll do my best to to read from you and understand when you need more from me. You know, when, and when basically the emotional cues, right? When do you sure. need more clarification from me versus okay, I got it, I understand, we're on the same page. So, Justin, you know, you are the owner and you're the CEO and the president. So when you say something, it has a different impact than you know a coworker. So that one-on-one dynamic is one thing, 
But what have you found when you're office manager and dynamic with the rest of the team? Is it is it is she less sensitive? Probably not. She's still the same person, but the impact is different. I mean, tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, definitely. When when we communicate in a group setting, um, she's she's different than when when I'm communicating with her, right? She's she's more sensitive, to, kind of to your point, when when it's just her and I. Um, probably because, like you said, it's coming from the owner, the CEO, the president. It's it's direct communication to her. You know, I'm I'm the one that hired her. I'm I'm her raider. I'm I'm all these things to her. So it's she takes it really to heart when I communicate for her to her. Versus in a group setting, you know, I could be coming down on the entire shop. Hey, our our on time delivery numbers are crap this month. What's going on? And it, it just rolls off her back, you know, like, like okay, he's communicating to the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can be more direct and more, more, you know, just to the point when it's a team environment. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, it's just so important. I mean, uh, you know, I do know your office manager, and I know that part of the sensitivity is she just wants to do a good job. Absolutely. Right, and so you have to be able to decipher that in your workforce, too. If you have someone who gets really upset, uh, they're sensitive, so they either get angry or they get sad. Correct. Uh, and that's what I'm careful about. I'm very careful as communicating, hey, you're doing a great job. Here's where we need to tighten up a little bit instead of just hitting her with, I need you to do better here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fantastic. Uh, you know, we all need to, 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 to be sensitive to sensitive people. And again, it manifests itself in a lot of different ways. Anger is... Uh, Typically, the basis for anger is fear, so someone's fearful, or if they're emotional, um, you know, what's going on, and, and uh, being sensitive to sensitive people is a, is, is a big deal. Absolutely. I think, uh, like I said earlier, it takes all kinds, and if you have a good mixture of all different kinds of people, it makes a company actually stronger. Mm-hmm. It makes you more aware of what's going on at all facets of the business, not just the get it done, black and white line, right? And so I think congrats to you for having somebody in your office that can communicate that, that can go back and say, yo, 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 slow it down, slow your roll a minute. But this and, this is good for the shop, we ought to do that. So it's good stuff, it's all good stuff. So whether you're sensitive or not sensitive, invest in emotional intelligence so so as you go through life, you aren't stepping on someone else's face and as you go through life, you aren't taking something personal that isn't meant to be personal. Because at the end of the day, it's all about us being successful and our companies being successful and driving toward profit and having fun while we're doing it. Right on, Dave. Right on, Mike. EBITDA Growth Systems do what we do to impact lives through improving business performance. To get access to our content or engage us in any way, you can reach our contact page or any of our information on our website at www.ebitagrowthsystems.com.